And we're back on the shivering break. That break was shivering. Burr, I mean, it, it's uh, President's Day, so everyone deserves a little time off. I think that includes us. So if we're a little slow on the release, um, life gets in the way sometimes, but we're back on the road. Show goes on. And uh, a little couple day retreat was really nice. Staca- you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Staycation, you know, so... Mario Kart, Fall Guys. I'm surprised people are still listening to us this deep. It's not even that deep, but like deep for us. It could get deeper. <laughs> it could always get deeper. I mean, we go to uh, Bergon one day. It will always get deeper. Faster, harder, and stronger, apparently. <laughs> Explain to the folks about Bergon. Man, I haven't been, but I want to go. I met some uh, some friends. Hashtag Nino. You know who you are down, out there in Australia. He uh, told me about his experience trying to get into Bergan, and I think he went to, um, oh, there's another place over there, Sassafras. Well, Bergan's like this exclusive, yeah, like yeah. ultra exclusive uh, house club, you know what I mean, in uh, Berlin. Establishment. Establishment. Institution. institution. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you're who's who, is. uh Little, uh, one of our buddies is leaving now. I don't know why, but... Yeah, they got scared. We started recording. It was too much. They um, couldn't handle it. Anyways, Bergon. Kind of like Bergon. Yeah. <laughs> Bergon essentially is like, I want to say there's like a 99% uh, rejection rate going on. But there is. And there's a 100% sex rate when you get in there. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. But I heard uh, Elon Musk and Ye got in, so... You know, they be who they are. And I heard it's not even about like clout like that. It's just like... It's real gatekeeping shit, like old school, like Studio 54 level. Like, we pick you because we want you in and nothing else. Like, it don't matter who you are. Yeah, you definitely have to come with some black leather, some fishnets. I don't know. They say you shouldn't sleep for three days and (laughs) don't take a shower. Smoke (laughs) a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, wear everything black on black and try to get in. But speaking of fits, what are you wearing today, buddy? Black on black. I've been fucking with the... Ready uh, for Bergan? Ready for we're on. <laughs> I've been fucking with the what is it? Um, the Canadian tuxedo, the denim on denim. So I went into the uh, the archives and I found some black denim that I hadn't worn in a while. Slim cut. Did Slim a nice cut. big cuff. Okay. And then I got a, uh, I think type one, um, denim jacket. Its model is a type one, but it's from Uniqlo. You said you were kind of impressed they had that type of model in such a big store. Exactly. I was impressed. And they had every hue or shade of denim or wash from the lightest dad wash to this black and the super dark indigo in between. I dig it. I think uh, low-key I'm like a huge fan of like worn in black denim. Before in uh, the Rockstar Skins era of our uh, dressing careers. It was like jet black, like and no dye. Like I want, I mean, not no dye. Like all dye, no fade. Right? It's like I want that shit to be fucking midnight. Yeah, we were you know on the on I mean? the hunt for the blackest black. You know, and like back in the day, we used to be like, yo, if it fades, you gotta get a new pair. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, on the previous pod, I think we were talking about that with Will. It's like you gotta keep that shit dark. Hundred percent. The denim that is. Now I like it faded. Yeah, a little more in, a little more like late nineties vibe. Mid, mid to late 90s. Dude, I want to get a pair of 501s or 505s, mm. black denim, get them nice and faded, crop them, 27 inseam, 27 and a half maybe, so I can wear them with loafers or yeah. with like Converse or whatever shoe I want to wear them with, but just the fit of that pant, how it's a little bit more loose, but not extremely baggy, silhouette would look fly as hell. How does it look cowboy boots. with your uh, cowboy boots, but would you pull up with today? What type of shoes? Converse. Converse? Yeah. Old school. White. Cream white. 70s. <laughs> High top. What did Will say? Th- those are the best ones. No, like, uh, those are summer Uggs. Oh, summer Uggs. <laughs> those are the basic Uggs. <laughs> those are, those are what the, you know. I do like the 1970s uh, Chuck Converse. Like, I think the cushioning is superior. That's the perfect amount of, like, chunkiness. I think they're just more durable, right? They just look better. It's just better. Everything better. better. Higher yeah. quality. So you're rocking it with the big cuff with the mid to late 90s black faded jeans. Mm-hmm. Socks. 
Nike. Nike dry fit socks. Mm-hmm. White long sleeve uh, t-shirt from Target. All right. Six dollar make you holla. <laughs> and my black denim jacket. And then I got the Urban Outfitters beanie. You know, the, the gnome. Gnome vibes. Yeah, I think you're ready to be on the set of Footloose. The original one from... 1980, <laughs> whatever, with uh, Kevin Bacon. All I need to do is tuck my shirt in. Oh, and I'm wearing an Arteryx belt. You're wearing an Arteryx Fuck belt? Oh, yeah. shit. Hey, shout out to Brost. <laughs> form over function. Function over form. In a weird way, we, incru- we include all our past guests in the combo somehow. You know. So, listen, if you're an interviewee on this show, you live with us forever. You'll, you'll be around free for a while. For, free ads for life. All right. Holla, come in low. And I'm on my Gary V shit right now. I, we're working off the phone. I left the iPad at the house. That's so good. You know. Modular. On the exactly. go. You know, fit in Efficient. your pocket. Fit in your, your jacket pocket. Fit in anywhere. Um, I'm wearing the Metalwood white, what is this, like, 1980s, like, style hat with the rope, okay. rope hat, essentially. I don't know. With the with the green under. Nice touch. I yeah, like that. You know, Augusta vibes. Augusta, when are you going to have us, please... Uh, I've been we've been turned down for the Masters for like four years now, and it seems like forever. Uh, Metalwood is like a local LA uh, golf company. You know what I mean, there's a ton of the, like those streetwear golf companies, you know, like Malibu and whatnot. I'm wearing a John Elliott. Uh, we call this shit flannel. Flannel worn in like faux worn in flannel, which I do love. One of my favorite flannels. I think the best thing he does, John Elliott, is flannels. So it has a nice boxy cut and it's like a little yeah. crop. It's like a perfect lazy day. Like is I'm it a camp gonna, color or is it a regular color? It's a regular color. Okay, okay. It's just kinda like so thick that like like it kind of just lays out. And like it's just that. like it could be like used as a jacket, a mid layering piece, or you wear on top of like a hoodie or whatnot. Is that specific cut or piece, like a perennial piece, or is it like a one time only? This is like a perennial piece. Like the only flounce I do want to wear are like John Elliott ones or like vintage ones from like uh, Woolrich or you Saint Laurent. I don't know about Saint Laurent. That's no? uh, that's a bit much. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what you're trying to mention that for. But yeah, like this first brown boy to get a pop. If y'all are looking for flannels, I head you towards uh, John Elliott or vintage Woolrich if you can find it made in USA um, or Ralph Lauren. <laughs> or, or or WRL. Good. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. WRL amazing. Um, wearing a vintage now, I'll call it vintage, a uh, little to a fault, uh, <laughs> season one, YT collection right here. Rock wait, wait shit. to see season two. Wait to see season two. It's like a uh, little Wayne. Sorry for the wait. Like dot, 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 it, It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. Uh, then I'm wearing, uh, LA apparel, like utility pants, canvas, simple. I like them. Some work pants. Yeah, then I got the nine ninety V fives, uh, simple gray on gray. Steve uh, Jobs. Steve Jobs. I like the way that the the whiteness of my pant leg, the opening, lays onto the actual uh, shoe, and then of course Nike socks, dry fit black compression. Okay. Very like lazy drapey day where it's just like I just want everything just to lay and hang and flow. And just uh, really easy breezy right now because I don't know the weather's really nice now right now in LA. So trying into that flow state. <laughs> <laughs> if I fucking hear about flow state one more time, if I hear about one more fucking ice bath, yo, if you do, you know, if you do enough ice baths and if you get into enough flow states, they start calling you flow siding. <laughs> Does it come with a side of CRM? <laughs> CRM for you folks is uh, client re- uh, client relationship <laughs> management. Yeah, 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 you actually have an assistant standing outside the ice bath. Like you tell us, tell him, hey, follow up with so and so. Isn't it kind of weird though? Like all I hear on my TikTok or reels or whatever have you, fucking micro um, content is like it's Andrew Huberman, <laughs> flow state, and fucking client relationship outreach. I, I honestly <laughs> don't know who that is. So I need to look into that. But like Huberman, he's the one like the neuroscientist from Stanford. I need to check him out. Yeah, he's like on. It's like a huge like running like all the pod. Like he's like he's a feature it on the pod, and like he's having a moment right now. Okay, he's oh. the one that's a huge advocate for ice baths. Okay, okay. Yeah, no yeah. wonder everyone's doing ice baths. Like, uh, what was it? Who's that fucking ice guy that was doing the ice shit? Like the breathing technique, whatever. Oh, I'm gonna go on a tangent. Yeah. You know, David I mean? Blaine. 
No, no. I'll say Josh, Josh Waitskin, but I think that he's a chess player, not a fucking... Y'all know him. Like the, 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 the whole, you know, like, routine career, like, advice. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, heat, reheat your body. So, bit of a hard cut, but I want to know, who's giving out this advice? Those fucking red boots from Mischief. Oh, you want to get into it already? About the red boots from Mischief. I've been waiting. And I want to know your take on this because is it, bro, it has no form or function. It's not about that. It's about it, how they look. It's purely fo- uh, purely uh, form, right? Like, um, you want my take as far as I like it or my, my analysis? First, your, if you like it, second analysis. I, I weirdly like it. How would you rock I'm it? I'm weirdly obsessed with it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rock it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mischief is an art collective from New York City, and they do all, they're, they're perfectly masterful in garnering attention. Like, the art of garnering attention, they're the best. They're the one that did the, the Satan shoes with Triple, mm-hmm. not Triple, like uh, Lil Nas X. They also did the ATM counter, the one Art Basel. That showed you your balance. Um, the PT Cruiser, the car. They did the PT Cruiser, like 200 people get a key to the PT Cruiser, and they had to travel across country, and like other people took care of it. It's like, he does a lot of like performative art. This isn't the first year they've done either. The Gobstoppers with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, they did that. The Wavy Baby mm-hmm. with like, Tiger, and then like the 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 contrast to the, the Satan shoes, right? Was the Jesus one? I didn't see the Jesus. And they got like holy water from like Jordan, like that, where he got baptized, like in it. Anyways, like they're good. Like we know all this stuff. We know we know everything and nothing about them at the same time, which is genius. Like it and makes, the only way to deal makes with them artwork pop out. Have you heard about their app? No, what is that? So their app is their only point of contact with them. Everyone has to have Amazing. the app. No, they're genius. I love Mischief. I love what they do. And as far as like people wearing it, I mean, you could wear it. Obviously, the reference is Astro Boy. Or people are now saying boots from Dora the Explorer. <laughs> and it, no, that's like good art could be like a double entendre. Yeah. Good art could be perceived in multiple ways. And uh, I like it in a purely like, um, like a sculpture. Or a statue, I think it's something that is, it's a piece of how to garner attention in 2023. This is what art looks like in 2023. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, we like to stand and look at all um, paintings in the MoMA and whatnot, or like, you know, this is a very Duchampian, like Charles Duchamp. You know, he's like, uh, who's, who's Duchamp? He's the one, like some Parisian artist from, dare I say, the 1910s, 1920s, don't quote me on that. But he is the one that made normal objects, put them together, and recreate art. Like, famously, he put, like, a, a urinal out as art or put, like, a bicycle wheel on top of a stool and called it art. Oh. I mean, that's, I think it was, like, the first precursor steps to, like, performance art. And everyone's like, I could have done that. But him doing that makes it art. And yeah, just following you makes you a follower. So I look at that in that sense. What about okay. you? Fuck, I don't know. The first When I first saw them, I was like... It's another mischief shoe. Like Oh, it's okay. another drop. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. And then then I understood the references behind it. I was like, okay, where is it coming from? So I was like, it's kinda hot. I see what, what you're saying as far as like it could be in a museum. I could totally see a lot of people having them in their home, in their office, wherever they want to hold them. In a glass case or like, you know, in one of those cases to present them. Maybe. Maybe. As far as rocking them, I don't know. I feel like I'd want to try at least to see if i could pull it off just for sport but also it's kind of i don't want to be it's a bit much the, yeah. for you? a bit much and i also don't want to be sipping the kool-aid with everybody else so it would be something i'd like to admire at an art at a museum or at an art exhibit yeah. or if i'm lucky enough to get a pair and put them in my home or my office but either way there's some fucking weird ass shoes but i like them i think not um, everything has to be perfect or you know yeah i think uh like obviously if it's door to explore or more than likely it's probably astro boy as far as their reference goes like there's something about like his commentary on how like clothes and objects that we wear are becoming a bit more cartoonish yeah a bit like, garish i never thought i would it'd be possible to wear astro boy's boots yeah there's like something a child wonder because i used to watch it as a kid the cartoon it's like a, a little child wonder man be like, oh, that's kind of cool. It makes something so like youthful and innocent. It's like, oh, it's just referencing my childhood, you know, cartoons and whatnot. I think it also could be 
a compliment, not compliment, commentary, excuse me, on the state of, like, people's, I don't know, wardrobe. <laughs> I guess it could be, like, the, the reference points of, like, oh, fuck, you're wearing Astro boots. Like, it could be the conversation opener of, like, oh, I like the boots. You yeah. know, that's phase one. And then phase two is, like, kind of why are you wearing them? And if, you, yeah. if they're wearing them for the reasons, like, yourself or... They used to watch Astro Boy when they were a kid, or they used to, you know, watch whatever it may have been for that reference point. Now you have a relationship that you can build off that. And there's a connection, and you know, who knows what it may lead to, just from those. I was just from that item of clothing. Yeah, you know the resale value going on StockX at the moment. I just checked it before we went online. No, what is it, dude? So the retail for three hundred fifty dollars naturally sold out within a minute. Now they're reselling for fourteen hundred dollars. Damn, almost. Almost a 5x return, like a 4.5x return within a couple days of its release. Insane. Master at garnering attention, that's what I think. Weren't we just having a conversation earlier about like getting a 4 or 5% return on your investment? <laughs> How many mischief boots could this individual purchase? <laughs> um, a decent lot. Yeah. <laughs> and get a return on his investment. <laughs> Shit, if you had, let's just say for argument's sake... You had $10,000 or 50. How many mischief boots would you buy and what would you do with them? Motherfucker, do not buy mischief boots. <laughs> priorities are wrong. You know, straight wrong. You know, don't do that. Please don't do that, folks. You have to $10,000. Do the right thing. Give it to us. Exactly. <laughs> we'll show you how and to And we'll tell some. you what to buy. <laughs> Yo, we'll, we'll go buy some Visvum one-on-one pieces like Kith. You should invest in the consulting firm that we run. Exactly. <laughs> and then, like, uh, we'll connect you to brands that we get a piece of. <laughs> we'll, actually tell you the what, we'll actually tell you what brands to buy. We'll Hashtag to World link tree. <laughs> What's going on with our link tree? We'll get it out there to you, folks. Yeah. But speaking of red, big red boots, everyone wants to know thoughts on the Super Bowl Rihanna all red outfit, right? And uh, yeah. heard those red Solomons that she wore. By the way, we've been advocating for Solomons on this pod for a very, very long time. Y'all are catching up. Uh, they're calling the Rihannas now. So I want your take on the shoe, of course. And then uh, if you watch the performance, what's your take? And uh, just, you know. Riri's back. It's been a minute since Auntie dropped. Auntie's the album, by the way. Auntie? <laughs> um, so I'm a bit upset that so many people know about the Solomons now. Specifically those shoes. I believe they are the Mason Margiela collab. Or they might just be the regular ones. I don't know. I have to double check. Because there's two that look almost identical. And the only difference is... Like the fabric that wraps around it. Yeah. Essentially. Either way it's a, yeah. yeah, either way yeah, it's yeah. a red high top boot. They both cinch on top, but one has a piece of fabric that covers all of the laces and the the lacing system. I like the boots. They're super cool. Her outfit as well, the Loeve uh coat. I think yeah, it, yeah, no, yeah, it was yeah. a, it was the Loeve inside mm. and her coat was custom, like she a had like like an armored, armored breastplate on top of that, yeah. So it was fire. Oh yeah, the and Leon Tally reference. Yeah, I saw the photos. And uh, everyone around her was wearing white, I believe. Yeah. Um, I, I catched a glimpse of it. I didn't get to see the whole thing. I saw most of it via Instagram. Via the YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube, via social media. But I liked it. And it was cool that she did her pregnancy release there. It was yeah. dope seeing ASAP Rocky cheering her on like his num- number one cheerleader. Looked like fucking Resquando. <laughs> With that jacket, though. I need that overlay of Rex Quando over ASAP Rocky. You think Starla? <laughs> you go home to Starla at night, rocking this? Forget about it. <laughs> Grab my wrist. No, my other wrist. My other wrist. <laughs> but I like her outfit. I really want, I want to get the red ones, but the MM6 collab. Okay. The correct ones. It's the same shape, no? I don't know if it's the same exact shape. We'll overlay it so you guys know exactly what we're talking about. We'll put both and I'll circle the better one. Yeah. Don't buy that one. That one's for me only and for us only. So the other one, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Go buy the other one, please. But that's my two cents on her outfit. And you know what's weird? What do you feel? I know there's the, the Leon Tally reference. He's passed away. R.I.P. Goat. Um, I know when Taurus, right-hand man. Y'all look into it. Uh, I have my tinfoil hat on right now. Okay. Uh, it was weird. Um, During the VMAs, I believe in 2009... Kanye West had the same performance at the VMAs, all white, 
And what was he wearing? Red. All red. I think, and he, she played all of the lights. Some people say it's like it's like a little like tie-in to Kanye. You know what I mean? Because I, I guess ASAP Rocky and Riri are like still good talking friends with the uh, with Ye. You know what I mean? It's a very similar outlook where you have like all white look onto the whole thing. It's like like the staging goes. You have the right. I mean the red, deep red. So like, look. he's the, he's the martyr. Or she was the martyr. No, I just feel like it's like a nod. It's like hey, like I don't know. This Daniel is homage. definitely no all all feelings, no facts whatsoever. You know, you remember that performance from Ye? Yeah, no, you know, I remember. It's iconic, right? With, with with the red dons. Oh, the red dons. The red suit. A superior shoe to the all red Solomon's. If you could get those, get those. Get get it for us actually. But um, I don't know. I think it could have been a homage. I see. I, I could see that. See that. But I like the you performance, know. like the the red, all red with everyone else, and the white, white. clothing. Naturally, your eyes are gonna go towards. Yep. Oh, actually, funny enough, I just got in my head during the uh, Donda, the first one. He wore all red. He wore all red with the Akira jacket. Akira, all white stage. Also, her stages. They two said that, references. Is that kind of weird? They couldn't. Uh, they don't want the ground to get messed up. Okay, so floating stages. Who did a floating stage? Yay. For the St. Pablo tour. Is, yeah, that, yeah. is everyone going to start doing hard yay references, but you not actually I mean? saying anything? So we laid out three concrete hard data facts that yay did. At, like, you know what? Don't call it a comeback tour, but like the oh, 2009 VMAs was a comeback. The Donna was sort of a comeback. There was a long like delay of from the music. And then, you know, the deep red reference of like two famous black like fashionistas. Homie's still popping willies on the zeitgeist. You know what I mean? Um... Obviously, we know from the sidelines, Ye's views and whatnot. But I don't know. This this could be a deep conspiracy. Who knows? But that's what I think. I think I love the performance. I think I think I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it, from what I've read. They thought it was pretty like basic. But every time I I saw the comment or the profiles, like basically to listen to metal, <laughs> like bring bring Willie Nelson or Metallica on. It's like, buddy, um, that's not the zeitgeist no more, buddy. It's, it's a new day and age. It's a new day and age. Like, you probably still listen like to Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead. Like it's over, bro. Like play some Leonard Skinner. You know what? Another reference. Hip hop is new rock and roll. Listen, I guarantee you, those people most likely follow the ideology. Why would I go across town when I can go across the hall? <laughs> Are we just like totally like xing out like a good quarter of our followers? Not even. I don't know. I don't know. You guys are fucking flyover states. <laughs> I'm coming in hot today. Go fuck yourself. Where's your red outfit? Coming real hot. <laughs> I will. But you'll never catch me in black Doc Martin boots with red laces. I don't fuck Whoa, with that. Jesus Christ! I said never. I said never. Y'all looked that up in your in your phones. Yeah. We don't we don't support that. We don't advocate for it. We don't appreciate it. I do love American History X. So great film. I'm about them Tim's six inch wheats. Six inch wheats. <laughs> All right, let's get next on the agenda before we get into some deep <laughs> waters out here. <laughs> uh, so the man of the hour right now, Pharrell Williams, Virginia Beach. Uh, you're really coming with the with that fire, with, with that heat. information age. Okay. Because it's the most popular thing right now. Rihanna okay. pregnant and Pharrell Williams. Yeah, that's, that's, that is the zeitgeist right now. So, so um, like, let's, you know. I took the uh, last one. You take this one, boss. Yo, I'm fucking stoked. This is going to be lit. Like, I'm ready to see. We saw a glimpse of it, the millionaires back in the day, the originals. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. The millionaires scarves, are some uh, of the sunglasses by Louis Vuitton that he did in collaboration with Mark Jacobs when he was a CD at Louis Vuitton. And I believe Nigo had a hand in that as well. I believe he Don't did. Don't call me on that. He yeah. may have been a consultant. Yeah. But you know, I got you. I'm, I'm going to put them up on the shorts for you. So we're going to see those. We're going to see some of the jewelry he made, some of the jewelry. Jewelry. And I'm hoping the sneakers are going to be cool. Like, I want to see a little bit of everything. Those old school or vintage now Pharrell marketing pieces that we saw with Louis Vuitton when he's wearing, you know, the, the men's tailoring, the suits with glasses, or he's on the boat kind of dressed in a resort vibe. I want to see the full package of that. That's what I'm excited for. If I don't, I'll be very sad and disappointed. But that's my two cents on it. I'm pro for Louis Vuitton. Well, so you're, you're you're buying the stock. 
I'm buying it. I might even buy some stuff and just like hoard it or resell it. Well, I thought I you loved this be... so much, you get to resell it. If it's whack, I'll resell it. If it's good, I'm gonna hoard it. I'll keep it on ice. But I thought you only buy good shit. What was that? I thought you only buy good shit. Well, I'll buy the good shit for me and like the whack pieces. You know, have those pieces pay for my my pieces. <laughs> arbitrage, exactly. <laughs> Triple arbitrage, market arbitrage. Well, um, I wholeheartedly am not a fan of this transaction Damn. going on and it's purely a transaction to the sound drop i think it is very much too safe of a pick i think multiple people have mentioned this um we all know everyone loves pharrell meaning pharrell has no enemies no objection to everyone's just like yeah pharrell cool nice guy you know what i mean um but you know what? being safe doesn't make a statement being safe you know doesn't get you talking Right, doesn't get you bringing controversy, and nowadays a little controversy does help your brand. Like not all the time, we see what Balenciaga kind of like fucking deflated it. But there's a saying like, if everyone agrees with you, it's like obviously someone's lying. Yeah, like nice guys finish last, and he's a good guy, and I it's mean, a safe pick. I see what you're saying. I'm excited for it though, but you know, speak on the go. Also, I think he's taking a place where they could have big up a younger uh, designer. And per, this is my personal opinion. I think they should have hired someone with something more of a design background. It doesn't have to be necessarily fashion or be a garmento or fabric or a pattern maker. Or Wales Bonner? Yeah, I, I, wanted, I personally wanted uh, the guy from A Cold Wall, Samuel Ross. I think Virgil Abloh went on record saying that like he should be my heir apparent. You know what I mean? So I was like, if you want to honor the wishes of Virgil Abloh, give Samuel Ross a good nod or Wells Bonnet could have done it. You know what I mean? And she's been building her brand for years and it's just like, I feel like it's just about to blow or is blowing up now. Uh, I know you, I had a, I had a, some of her Adidas shoes. I think you had some of her Adidas mm-hmm. shoes. I love her clothes. Like her, her taste levels very well. And I think she has something to say coming from London. And uh, what about Martine Rose and Martine Rose? I know Martine Rose is, was another pick. I think obviously they're going for, uh, you know, a black creative director. They the one of that melanin. That. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, they could have gave the shot to a younger designer. And I think going with Pharrell is just a little bit bland for me. So how's your CRM compared to our producer? Very good. We're actually sponsored by HubSpot, one of the most popular CRMs in the business. We literally just asked our producers, like, how's your uh, CRM? She's like, don't even fucking ask. I have a fucking retail management background it's like what are your kpis what's your acquisition cost i was like you haven't even made an mvp before that's a viable product <laughs> for me it's most valuable player well like most valuable have camp. you found your product market fit <laughs> have you have you done your beta testing yet all i know is i have never done a beta testing but i've definitely fucked up a soy boy beta cook <laughs> you think they've done their beta testing on the sans serif that we've seen uh that whole trend is that dying I feel like it could be dying because it's a phase, but what's next? Like, are they gonna, okay, so what are let's they fucking go to. What's going on right now? Would you say Metalwood's kind of sans serif? That's not sans serif, dude. It's fucking all clumped together and it's like stubby and it's like one. Okay. The kerning's very small. I'm, I take this very seriously. Um, I used to take font classes and I actually like took a class on it and um, did my tried to do my own fonts. Obviously, it's handwritten for me. I know it's stupid, but uh. Yeah, there was this trend in fashion where everyone was going to sans serif. Y'all could look it up. I was going to like a very generic, logo-heavy, easy-to-replicate type of style of font. And uh, we're kind of seeing the reverse happening right now. I, I think we were just talking about it earlier. Bottega? Uh, Bottega went back to their font. I don't know what it's called, but went back to the older font. And then uh, the new one that everyone's talking now is Burberry. Went back to just like the regular sans and... What took off the sensory part? You know who did the opposite? Ferragamo. Yeah, late to the party. Um, I like the old font logo of, of Ferragamo. I think it's like a heritage, traditional brand. I don't think it should go with the whole like, I don't know, generic bland. Heirloom products only. You know who the fuck you are. Um, I like it. I like it. I think it adds more uniqueness to the brand and every brand should be try to be unique and not try to be so uh cookie cutter and repetitive but we're during that street 
where era now we're going to call it now during high fashion is uh <laughs> what is that is that a is the sensor <laughs> damn near close enough with the inverted font like that with the block okay uh it's sans serifo <laughs> sans uh, uh circle loco <laughs> <laughs> no uh, but i don't know i like a little extra flavor you know what i mean like i don't get how people could look at something and like hey i want the same thing kind of lame yeah i feel like for a while the super minimalistic thing was really in and like the norm core that that bland but after it's been like that for so long it's like fuck what are we in the ussr like is everything just brutalist i do i do love brutalist architecture i hear that's why berlin is so crazy or so expressive is because the only way they can express themselves is through their art uh maybe i mean uh so because they can't do it through their architecture so they have to do it through the clubbing and the arts they make i'm the weird guy i like seeing the old ussr architecture and seeing how like obviously the foundation of it is communism but like Seeing how you design within, like, the hardest parameters. Like, everything has to be uniform. Same design language. No individuality. Honestly, it's like, okay, how can you create individuality when it's not supposed to be individuality? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get get you on that. And I appreciate it as well. But I'm just saying, like, as far as the the boringness of, like... Oh, that's how you're comparing it to. Yeah, exactly. Like, is everything just going to be kind of like Berlin or the Mm -hmm. USSR where it's just, like, gray and blah? And after it's been like that for so long... Then there comes a renaissance of something wild from it, or the complete opposite, which is why I was making the tying it into like to Berlin and their party scene we were mentioning earlier. Where yeah. the reason it's so crazy is because that's so. Is that what we're going to see with these new logos or these new designs coming out? I just um, there was a moment where a lot of dynamo. I think still going on now because a lot of creative directors now don't really have a background per se in fashion. It's like either in architecture or, like, uh, civil engineer or mechanical engineer, like, something that's within the other arts that involves some type of engineering, some function, right? Um, and there's something about, like, that function, that ubiquity is very functional for them because, like, it's very repetitive in a sense. Then when things become repetitive, they become boring. Mm-hmm. They become mundane. So I, I like seeing the newness of everyone trying to, go back it's not really new per se either it's like i feel like they're going into the archive and seeing like i like that era let's do that and just they curate it through that way yeah they're going back into like the the best ofs yeah and you know they're putting their their rendition or their spin on that because a lot of them weren't even around when those things were yeah well i think it's also trying to wash away from that whole streetwear era it's just like let's go back to something a bit more traditional in a way huh I did get to see the new Gucci collection in person recently at the yeah. Dover Street Market. Extremely Are they still tasteful. Sans-serif? I don't know, but that, that's a design by committee yeah. recent collection. Um, very tasteful, elegant tailoring, nice menswear pieces, nice womenswear pieces. But Are you sans serif? <laughs> Am I sans serif? Are you sans serif? I'm the sans surfer. <laughs> You're the Silva Suffer. Oh. What's yeah. next on the docket, guys? What's next on this dossier? Bro, you were just on the Gucci shit, and you, you like Gucci. I do. No, no, I do. Then we were Gucci like two episodes ago. No, no, we did, but I was just bringing it up, you know, just in conversation. You know, just have a soft cut, not a hard cut. A soft cut. Yeah. <laughs> a nice, delicate, dainty I, cut. Yeah. I think people should come up with new fonts new everything why not push it push it to the limit let's actually like work for your fucking money <laughs> you know who's been pushing it to the limit what's up? got some new shit supreme kith oh Los yeah Angeles. they have that new speaking of feature of font dude that supreme store is fucking huge it's massive we're talking about the new one in west hollywood on sunset boulevard the famous sunset boulevard Tower Records or Capitol Records? The former famous Tower Records. That's right. Where, yeah. That's right. That's used right. To hold, like, for you kiddos out there, back then, you used to have to go to a fucking store and pick up a CD and talk to people and be like, what do you recommend? And then, like, you put on some worn-in, smelly, janky headphones. Kind of like these. Popping it in. And you had to listen to the album and be like, oh, I think I like it. And you couldn't buy one single. It's the whole enchilada. Exactly. That's he learned about you guys don't even know about no skippers. 
<laughs> what you know about like actually you have to listen to the interlude yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh doing that and then it was having famous. a book the the cd book yeah so yeah, you can yeah hold all your cds in the car when i and not to say that like cover art is disposable before that i feel like they put more thought into it you yeah know, it's like yeah like people are gonna see this this is your first like call to action to buy this product have you well you religiously um leak your 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 media Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll go on record. I steal music from the internet. I am a piracy lord. Um, can't stop, won't stop. Sean Parker? <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, I was that guy, Bear Share, Kazaa, LimeWire. Um, Frostwire? I, 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 Frostwire. <laughs> like, Pirate I, Bay? Oh, I do that. There's a bunch of torn sites I still go to. Um, you know, my, uh, my parents taught me uh, don't lease uh as I lease my apartment, <laughs> but like don't lease own. And know what? I fucking own my music. At least <laughs> I got to own I, something. I, I own my masters. <laughs> I own my piece of shit car. <laughs> like <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I steal music anyways. Like I think it's iconic that they do it at the tower records. Um, we tried going in, but we were too late, but I hope they pay a homage to tower records. Cause that was a famous one. We're like, there's a lot of like, concerts and meet and greets and um do Britney Spears and instant used to shut shit down there. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is that was a place right there. Yeah. That's one of the biggest besides the one in like uh was Times Square. No, that's Virgin. Do you remember Virgin Records the block? Yeah, it was that fucking place was huge. Dope. But I don't know. Um we saw the building. I mean they still have the scapel. Really happy to do that. Um, it's massive. Massive Super way cool. bigger it looks like a fucking warehouse. It's, it kind of reminds me of the San Francisco store. Just big, very industrial looking, fucking exposed iron beams. I think it's more rad because they have a huge bowl. I'm not a skater, but I know. You see they have an F1 happy. car in there? Mark Gonzalez painted that. Shouts out to Mark Gonzalez. Fucking triple OG. Triple OG. True artist in my opinion. And uh, I don't know. Literally, it's very tongue-in-cheek, very supreme. Supreme goes Hollywood. What do you think? I like it, man. I, I want to get inside there. I want to see something. I definitely want to buy buy a little something from there. Check out what what pieces of art they have in there. Check out the skate bowl, and then smoke a bowl in the skate bowl. Exactly, bro. Smoke a bowl in the skate bowl. Smoke a J in the parking lot. You know, do some skate shit. You're telling me it's like, why do you put two logos? You should just put one. Like, cause on the side it says like Supreme and like. Another Supreme, like, 50 feet away from it. He was like, you should just put one big Supreme in the middle and keep it on brand. I was like, you're right. Like, you have that minimalist look. They should have went all in. What a tremendous idea. Tremendous. (laughs) (laughs) You know who also had a very tremendous splash in Beverly Hills on on Rodeo? Well, the neighboring city to West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Beverly Trills, for Mm -hmm. the real ones, uh, was your boy, Ronnie Feek. That top floor off Doheny. We we did go to this one, by the way. Got some ice cream there. They had some cool pieces. I just but bought some new shoes. I was like, I'm going for just uh, research purposes. Yeah, we did our R&D there. Yeah. Honestly, I like it. They don't let you walk around with your ice cream and eat it, which I don't like. I you were confined to like a closet size. They, uh, they gave me two terrarium. options. <laughs> Stay in the closet. Pause. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Stay in this area where they with sell the ice cream. <laughs> with the pork missile. <laughs> or you have to walk outside and eat it outside. So I ate a portion of it inside and I was like, all right, I've already walked around this whole store. But it's cool though. I've been to the original one in LA. Um, I've went to the one in New York with you in Brooklyn. The, no, the, the one, it's on Sunset as well. Same street as yeah. Supreme. Oh, I believe in Edition? No, AKA. No, uh, Next to Fred Siegel's, so y'all looked at it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've, so I've I've been to that one originally. I've been to the one in Brooklyn with you in New York, like the OG one when it was just oh, a it was boutique. a pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. What was that at Atrium? Atrium. Use it a co-owner of Atrium yeah. as well. So like this this one I kept was an, I- an idea deep and cuts. the pop up looked like a gym locker room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was dope. Was it on on Nostrand Ave? No, it's like Nolita for sure. It was in Nolita. The area. No, it wasn't it in Brooklyn? No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was one in Brooklyn, and uh, both the one that the pop was on the famous one, Nolita, okay. above Houston. Okay. Yeah. The one I've been to. And if you, you say Houston, fuck out of here. 
Exactly. It's Houston. Houston. <laughs> For your house. <laughs> but I've been to that one. I've been to the one in Paris. Oh. They're all super cool. I think the one in Paris has the best selection because you're in Paris. But they have a Sawdells though. Sawdells over there as well, like the New York type deli. Yeah. Um, with the locks and the bagels and the cream yeah. cheese. But it's dope. Marble. Um, what was the other uh material you had in there? You mentioned it. It was head to toe fucking travertine. That's and, what um, it was. I dabbled as well being an interior designer. I know so many fucking hats, but like I live a weird life. Uh travertine, gorgeous material, beautiful. One big problem, very fucking porous, very soft. Material. You think that's why they wouldn't let just me walk the around with ice cream? alone, it's probably at least like five figures every quarter. Like, because it's high traffic, right? So you got to seal it. You got to seal it and it chips very easily. And honestly, I haven't been to much kit stores. I've only I've been to one in Miami and I've been to one in New York. How was the one in Miami? It, it's kind of like Art Deco. It's more aqua color. Okay. I was telling you, the store in LA feels like more like Miami style, like spa vibes than in the one in Miami. Okay. And like, uh, the one in Miami kind of looks like fucking Kanye's crib with all the fucking arches, really smooth walls and shit. Miami nights. It was yeah. all a dream. But I think it's a beautiful store. It, yeah, it's very the, tasteful. It belongs to Rodeo. Very chic. Very, it belongs to Rodeo for sure. Um, you think this is too much of a statement piece for Ronnie Feek? You hit the you hit the nail on, on the head with the hammer. It's a fucking statement piece. It for sure is. I it's really a beautiful well, store. I hope eventually he buys that store, owns the property, because I feel like that would be the greatest investment to do. J. Luke's. Yeah. Shout out to J. Luke's. Tell you're, the kids you're a top about J. Luke's top connected agent. Not even agent broker. This <laughs> man connects L.A. No LA. one even knows about him. He's guys in the shadows, just like making moves happen. Jay Luke's, if you see this, if you hear this, I would love to buy you a cup of coffee, pick your brain, give me ten minutes. I'd love to hear anything you got to say. That's it. <laughs> you, you think he's overextending his hand um, because he wants to? I don't think he needs the validation, but it's just like this is not a streetwear or boutique. Like this is a full on like luxury store, it, yeah. it, and the way it's built is well like. Think of it contracting like, way, like it's just it's really nice. Think of it like the stores on Fifth Ave, for you know, for the people that aren't from LA area and haven't been York. here. Yeah, but think of it like the stores on Fifth Ave, or what you think yeah. of when you hear of Rodeo Drive, Beverly Hills. It's just a very big, super nice, extra opulent store. If you're in the area, check it out. Highly recommend it. Grab some ice cream there, but it's just amazing. It's beautiful. I mean, I say overextended because if everyone knows, like, the business of actually retail, Rodeo and Fifth Ave, they don't make the money in those stores because the lease is so fucking expensive. The upkeep is so expensive. The labor is, like, twice as as a regular store. So it's like, is this, is this hubris? It could be hubris, but do, could you, do you also think it could be a play as far as uh, taxes go? Like, it's another expense. Yeah, he still Where has else? to pay for the upkeep of the actual store. He still has to cover the obviously the the monthly the liabilities. Overhead. Yeah, the upkeep and liabilities. It is to me <laughs> yeah, how much to you have that overhead though. Like just just the lease alone. Let's talk about that. That's definitely almost six figures right a month. At least a hundred grand. Yeah, that's a, it's a big store too. It's yeah. like there's there's different rooms, literally rooms. So you got your rent right there, a hundred grand. Staff. Yeah. Another security. Yeah, but that goes in the staff. I'm thinking another 50 grand. He runs an ice cream shop, so there's also, like, overhead of running up actual, like, permitting for, not, for like, having food and sanitation. I'm saying his break-even is probably 200 grand a month. Yeah. <sighs> like, he's got to make... Wild. 200 grand to break-even. Yeah. You think... I don't think he covers that. I, I think he moves I a lot of units. It may allow him to operate on a loss, yeah. which allows him some sort of tax benefit at the end of each fiscal year but you know to go into a lower bracket. It's all about aesthetics and optics. Like, you got to spend a lot of money to look a certain way so you sell at a certain price point. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I was making this um, allusion to uh, Mark Echo, you know, Echo Unlimited, the famous brand. Um, obviously, they have way dem- demo- different dem- demographics, bleh, demographics, right? I'm so sorry. Uh, Mark Echo had a store on 42nd Street, a.k.a. Times Square, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst place in New th- York? Yeah, really. The three-story building with LED big lights. And he's like, yo, I did this because I wanted the validation of others. To let everyone know I fucking made it. Like, I'm here. I'm a, a three, $400 million brand. At the same time, like, Tommy Hilfiger wanted to buy his company. And he was on a boat in the Hamptons. He's like, I fucking did it. A kid from, like, you know, the Bronx is like, yeah, I, the biggest lights you can see. At the same time, you found out it is the worst financial and business decision he made. And I would hate to see Ron and Fee, like, make the same mistake. Exactly. No, no, honestly, I think it would be terrible to see him do that. I think he might know better. But who knows? Let's kind of wait and see. You know. But then like, again, the demo's different. Like, he does sell more of a luxury brand. You know, yeah. Because, so like, you can buy the Kith, like, names, uh, namesake pieces. And they're not ridiculously expensive. But everything else in there, you're going to drop some bands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the backbone of any streetwear company, I'll let you know, the, like, the real business of it. The biggest moneymaker is always tees and sweats. Uh-huh. Always. All the other shit, so, like subsidizes that you know what i mean it's like all the other stuff like uh like the jackets the outerwear and like the jewelry and whatnot like they don't sell those like it's that nice jury? to have just to round out the collection but it's tea sweats that's the backbone of any any like right proper streetwear company <laughs> yeah man i believe you on that speaking on the backbone yeah some businesses j crew yeah a little, little brand that most people don't know is owned by ralph Lauren. Yeah, and you know what? Noah Babesian, CD graduate of Supreme. And we've talked about this man already, but the reason we bring him up again. Founder of Noah, by the way. Don't do him wrong like that. Big fan. Have you seen their barber's coats with uh, with Noah, the barber's jackets, the collabs? No, I know you're a big barber's fan, though. Even back in the day, you were. I'm a big fan of them. They got some really cool stuff. I want to cop one of them, but damn, are they pricey. 700 bucks for them. Oh, dude, you just found out fashion is expensive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude, that's I'm about to get a second job. We should get one anyway. This recession sucks. I'm, I'm gonna go bag some groceries. I, need, I trust me. I ain't selling. All, I ain't spam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to Combo A. Got that Combo A. Yo, yeah, we eat that like that. You know, everyone has that low key Chinese spot. You know, that that cheap Chinese spot, and it's just like mad greasy, but you know, it fills you up. And it's like mad cheap, and they give you so much food, but. Noah Babesian, J. Crew, their spring summer collection just released. They got some great suiting pieces in there. He's killing the, it. The fabrics they chose, fucking amazing. I'm copying some of the pieces out the lookbook. Yeah. Copying and copying because I like the taste notes so much. Okay. You think he will reach a point where during the same during the same division, um, Teddy DeSantis and you know, I mean Leon Dior and J. Crew. I th- I see what you're saying. What and horse I say yes. are you backing? Here's my thought. Put them together and they can make their own version of Ralph, or they could be the guys that take over Ralph after, and that'd be the proper setup. I believe in Having the previous them episode we had like a conversation like who's gonna be the next Ralph Lauren of this generation. We, we, we said Bodie, Teddy. But Teddy, but now J. Crew's in throwing their hat in the ring. And it's owned by Ralph, too. Yeah. So, like, it's the proper, you know, vehicle for them to be like, let's kind of groom you right here, get you right, you know. Make you know, it's wild. We were at the kid store, and he was like, oh, they fucking carry uh, Greg Lauren. And that's the, the child, the son of Ralph Lauren. He's like, what do you think? I'm like, I fucking hate Greg Lauren. I think it's trash. I feel like Greg's trying to be Visvum, you know, but with Ralph pieces. But the point I'm trying to make, like, we have these other brands that are not his children. You're like... That's more Ralph than like Greg Lord. Exactly, than his own fucking blood. <laughs> but I think if you put both of them together, either let them collaborate together, like as in, as in collaborations, or if you actually put them under the same roof and let them run, that will be the closest thing. I have you a can crazy idea. Ralph. Fucking make Teddy the purple line and make uh, Noah the polo line. Yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? They you just heard it first. You heard it first. Go. You know what I mean? We want our 10%. Yeah, <laughs> at least free free clothes. Free clothes. Okay? That's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, imagine free Ralph trip for the best of our lives, bro. I'm I made it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, we 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 get that so long. You know what ASAP Ferg said? It's like the first time I met uh, Ralph Lawrence, like me meeting like like Minister like Muhammad or Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> it's like meeting God. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know what Kanye said when he met uh, Ralph Lauren? It was, it was like meeting my father again. <laughs> 
That's just wild. It's it, wait, wait. It's Ralph Lauren. Is he like Prince? It's just something special about him, where it's just like you leave a different person. Let me just say this way: we know how we talked about Solomon's Rihanna wearing in the Super Bowl. Why do we all wear Solomon's? I got into Solomon's because of Ralph Lauren. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, bro. I'm gonna, who, I'm gonna give this away. This who is wears them with a tuxedo, bro? I'll, bro, I'm trying to gate keep that shit, bro. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'll give it away. Fucking and our both our mood boards and photos. There's a famous photo of Ralph wearing his like dinner line. We has some like rugged like jeans, probably double RL, and he's wearing Solomon's to like CFDA dinner. You know what I mean? Having a meeting with Anna Wintour. And I was just like, you know what? It fucking works. Exactly. My guy's old. His feet hurt. He can't be wearing the boots anymore with the impeccable tan. It looks like he came from the Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> or or off his or off of hanging out of uh, Roberto Cavalli's boat. Homies came from like double RL ranch in Colorado. Just like hiked across mud. He's like, I need to throw on a fucking dinner wear, but you know, I gotta go back to the plane, see my cows real quick. So I have He's to like, visit I my go. micro farm. <laughs> so I gotta take a meeting real quick and then come back come back to the Hudson Valley from the city. There's actually a really famous photo that I love of Ralph and his wife, I think her name's Ricky. Yeah. Um they're somewhere on the beach, probably in the fucking Hamptons, and he has a pair of his like khaki chino pants. Yeah. But he hacked them at the knees like super short. So they're just like cut off, cut offs. He has a a puffer vest on with no shirt underneath and some massive aviators just walking on the sand. Was it Dale level? Nah. Dale's he, a reference for Pitbull, if y'all know. I think it's probably where Pitbull got his reference from. Probably. Yeah. No, that's a good reference. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I want to wear a puffer vest with some Ralph cutoff shorts on the beach and a, and some aviators on. And some great company next to my next to me, bro. All I'm saying is, um, if y'all really want to support Ralph Lauren, y'all love his brands and whatnot. But Double RL, a, a story goes, that's still the only line he has direct, like, um, creative creative control about, like, as far as like what goes on in the company. That's so, the only one he wants to control. Yo, educate these people. How many people have come from Polo U? We got Tom Ford. Tom, no, no, not Tom Ford. Is Polo, he, I thought Tom Ford came from Ralph U. Did he? I believe so. I don't, he has, he spent I know some Tory time. Birch, uh, Michael Bastion, uh, Michael Kors, mm-hmm. John Barbados. Yeah. Um, Calvin? No, I don't think Calvin came from. No. Who else? Who else? Uh, I thought, I believe Tom Ford. Todd Snyder. Todd Snyder's yeah. from there as well. You know what I mean? Well, this guy has, like, has made a lot of people rich. You, you, you actually know, know who created the RLX uh, line for Ralph? Spider? I don't know. Will, Willie Chavaria. Really? Yeah. Whoa. That's another one. <laughs> bro. Another. T- bro. Homie's out here in Jeez. Fashion Week now with his own namesake brand. Tell the fans. Creative consultant this. for Calvin Klein and also was the person who spearheaded opening the RLX line, which is the sport wear for ralph lauren you know homie lives in colorado he's be he be skiing in aspen and he wants to rock that gear hey don't let polo hear you talk when you whisper though <laughs> shout out jt not justin timberlake for, for all you golf heads you know what i'm talking about they're listening oh yeah <laughs> so you see tiger gave him a tampon <laughs> yo he had to apologize for that mike yo that's go talk right there dude he has a, a ball speed of 180 miles an hour he still got he it. He still got the juice. How drove JT? He's he's not a bomber, but he hits pretty far. Dude, he he and he played Sunday. He wore yeah. a Sunday red at the Riv. Yeah, sorry, this this is a tiger a tiger segment. <laughs> we got that golf too. We just say fashion. We're Renaissance. <laughs> well, man. golf is fashion too. If you think about it, you know. Yeah. Well, that's another that's another pod. Yeah, we can go on and on. But, but I don't know the uh, Chavarito. Uh, Willie Chavaria. Um, Chavaria, what a name! Latino Chavaria. guy out of Fresno. Fresno. Yeah. Well, Tom Ford's from, like, what, Texas? El Paso or somewhere? Yeah. Or, like, Santa Fe. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, But, yeah, so they're coming out of, you know, coming out of the woodwork from all locations. I guess uh, people read books. That's good. How's it feel being a a male Latinx? (laughs) Latinx. I fucking hate that. (laughs) Uh, A Hispanic, per se. Um, Seeing a guy 
I literally texted him like, this is you if you went to Parsons. Parsons is like the best fashion school in America, you know? Not the or, best in the world, but yeah. best for America. St. Martin's? Central St. Martin's. You know what I mean? But, but I don't, uh, how do you feel about that? I like it, man. It's nice seeing the representation out there in the world, seeing him on Fashion Week. You think representation matters? Eh, it depends who you ask. If you're soft, you're like, oh my God, I need to see it. <laughs> Yo, I tried to give you an alley-oop, the easiest alley-oop. You could have been like, yeah, of course. But you know what? This is a pod, all feelings, no facts. Exactly. Speak on it. You know, I appreciate the representation. I respect it. I'm all for it, and I'm an advocate. But it's not a make or break. Like You don't think it should be your identifying factor. Exactly. I see. Like, I beat the statistic. He kind of did, though. Like, you don't, no, no, no. He, he did. I'm, he I, did. I'm... I'm I'm all I, for that. I respect game, but I think his, his game got there not because he just showed up to the game. Yeah. And being who he Jabaria. is. Exactly. Dig? No, but he did some he did he did his thing with RLX and now he's out in Fashion Week. He had Jay Balvin, he had some of the big names sporting his stuff. And he's bringing eyeballs back to New York Fashion Week, which it's been needing. Yeah, and Tom Brown had theirs too. So what were you saying about giving a recommendation? I was recommending for the fans, like, yo, we should give, like, a movie rec of the week and be like, this is a very sartorial film that you could take, like, pointers from. And what'd you say? Oh, they should watch. Uh, yeah, fuck that. We ain't going to tell you what to watch. I don't want you. I don't want you liking <laughs> so you what wanna I like. So yeah. you want to gatekeep, then. You want to gatekeep, for sure. I like it. I want to like it five years ago, five years from now. I don't want you ruining my shit. But what we would like you guys to do, we're going to start something new every Friday. Let's do it. And... If you guys could please enlighten us, send us in your favorite fit pick, that outfit where you feel like your idea of the outfit of the day. Yeah, you know that I mean? outfit that makes you feel like you're that girl, you're that guy, you're that they. Them. You are she. You are him. You yeah. are it. You are it. Main X, character vibes. X Factor. Send it in to us. We're gonna post it on our story. We're gonna share the love. We want to see what everyone's fashion vibe is like. I want to see what our, our people that listen to us, what they look like. And we want the, we want to big ups to you. Like, don't show your face. You don't have to, all yeah. I'm saying. Just show us whatever you feel is cool. You can show us your feet, though. Yeah, if you, you know? want, send the only toes in. We're going to have our you account up soon. I mean? like, we'll, we'll, we'll critique that for you. <laughs> uh, we'll, well, we'll broker that deal real quick. <laughs> always brokering deals. Always be closing. And you think the fits are going to be fire? Dude, they're going to be lit. We'll see. I don't know. I hope so. We'll do on like live creative narratives <laughs> for these individuals. Actually, I think don't send your face. It'd be more fun that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would love to say like, damn, when they get so tasteful. Okay. If we like it enough, might even shout you out. Who knows? <laughs> we'll tag you. It's like, you'll see. All right. Well, anyways, it's been real. Love you guys. See like, you in the next subscribe. One. Do all that cool shit. Oh my God. Fucking chewy. <laughs> Jesus Christ.